everyone, so welcome back to another episode of this podcast. I know it's been ages, um, yeah, I didn't really feel like doing it during COVID and lockdown, everything was quite stressful, but I'm back, um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I've also changed my name from Political Princess just to Alice Austin, well, Ali Austin, um, because, yeah, felt like it. I applied for a job um, somewhere at one of my friend's works. And they told me they received my application, but the name was under Political Princess instead of my own name. And that is really embarrassing, so I've decided to change my name. Also, as you can see, I'm by myself now. I really want to have guests, and I will have guests on other episodes, but I was just really feeling like cracking out a podcast. Um, There have been some really interesting things happening at the moment. Um, I just fancy talking about them. But yeah, no, there will be guests for the pod- the other podcasts. So yeah, I hope everyone enjoys and I hope everyone's doing well. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was AOC. So I think most people will have seen that AOC went to the Met Gala and she wore the dress that said tax the rich on it. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter giving their opinions, saying that she's rich herself and that the tickets to the Met Gala are... £30,000 so like it's strange for her to go when she's rich and the tickets are so expensive and then I saw some people discussing that like you know it's not good of her and people didn't a lot the the general consensus was people didn't really like that she'd gone there and made that statement and then I saw another discussion about it for people who had done a bit of research into it and they said um that basically it was actually a really good thing that she went so just going to talk into that so First, she is an elected congresswoman um, for New York um, and she has been working class all her life. She's done, she used to, before she was a congresswoman, she was earning, she was working two jobs um, and she's from a working class family and now she is rich and because she's a congresswoman, she's advocating for taxing the rich and she's always advocated for wealth equality Um So that is the first point, is that she isn't just the mighty rich who've always been rich. She was from a working class background. And also, I think it's, she's being self-aware. Surely that's just her being very self-aware. She's, she, she, and it shows that she stands for what she actually believes in because when she was working class, she stood for uh, taxing the rich and now she is wealthy. She also believes that. So surely that's a really good sign that she's a politician who stands by her beliefs and even when she has wealth, she just she wants to be she wants to tax herself basically and lose out of money for herself. Surely that is one self aware and surely that is a good politician who stands by their beliefs, is what I thought. Secondly, um AOC, although she's wealthy, she's definitely a wealthy woman now. It is a different um rich to the kind of people who are in the top one percent such as Jeff Bezos and such as I saw a a statistic saying that if she attended the Mac the Met Gala every night at 30k ticket it would take over 18,000 18,000 years to get to G Jeff Bezos worth so she is on a whole different level of rich although taxing her would be good and that's what we should do we should be taxing the people who are middle class and wealthy we should also the big push is to tax people who are the ultra wealthy, the people who 30k, I mean 30k is one sixth of um, AOC's 
um, annual salary. So th- she still earns a lot. I'm not will not say she doesn't earn a lot and that she's not working class anymore, but she isn't part of the elite ultra rich. And also by taking this outfit to the Met Gala, she's taking it to the like the people that need to see it because the working class always have these arguments about you know we should tax the rich but the people that that need to get behind this is also the rich and she's gone to an event with many many rich people the Met Gala is where the celebs are and the rich people so although some people aren't about political statements at uh, things such as the Met Gala I think it's probably the right place for her to take this secondly um people saying 30k ticket um one she probably didn't pay for it secondly it is a fundraising event so she did pay for the ticket it's for a good cause but also a lot of new york politicians um usually go to the met gala because it's a fundraiser for an institution in the area so it makes sense and it is a fundraising so if she went and she did pay for it then that is a very um nice contribution to a uh, fundraiser um her dress was also ethically and sustainably made she was gifted it um yeah, so personally, um, I think what she did was, although people, I think, fair enough, I can understand the statement of people saying not bringing in political movements into the Met Gala, that is fair enough, but I think on the whole, she hit the mark, she has stuck to her statements, she has stuck to what she believes to, she's taken it to the right place, and also, she did, her dress was ethically, sustainably made, she everything she has done has hit the mark and I think a lot of people who are slandering her on Twitter haven't actually fully done their research they're saying well she's rich how can she say tax tax the rich surely that is just being very very self-aware of herself self-aware of herself but do you know what I mean she's standing by her beliefs even when her beliefs will um have a negative effect on herself and her uh, wealth so I think it's good of her. Um, the next thing that I would like to talk about is Shamia Bing Begum. Um, she's appealing to be let back into the UK and she wants to face the British courts face to face. She got her citizenship revoked in 2019 by the Home Secretary, but she believes that she should be allowed to face the British courts face to face. She says she did not engage in terrorist acts during the time she lived under the Islamic State. Um, however, she did go and join ISIS she stated that if she returns to Bangladesh um that she will face the death penalty she's saying that she will if she gets off the plane she will face the death penalty so it's a really difficult issue this because I saw someone speaking about how you know it's um young girls went to the Ariana Grande concert and they came they some of them didn't come back out of that concert and we all know the horrible impact that ISIS have had to many lives and we all understand that the impact ISIS have had have been horrific but on another ground we have to understand that when Shamia um, went out to um, join ISIS or you know marry someone who was um, in ISIS she was 15 years old and if she was 15 years old, that means she was groomed. Um, and that means that our Briti- uh, that we failed her in a sense. Um, I'm not saying, I've seen a lot of people saying 
she can't just call it a mistake and I understand that she can't call it just call it a mistake because joining ISIS is horrific and terrible and I'm not excusing that behaviour at all but 15 years old means she was groomed. I think it's a really difficult conversation to have because we were dealing with a minor and we're not now dealing with a minor but the decision she made was when she was a minor and although I... You, it's difficult because I was going to state that the decisions I made were fi- when I was 15, um, I wouldn't like to be held um, up to now. But I definitely didn't make any decisions to join a terrorist organisation. So I understand it's such a difficult conversation. But she was groomed as a child. And children who are groomed deserved um, space as a victim. Although she did make the decision and her part in ISIS that is shocking and horrific and I don't condone that at all we she was a victim of grooming um I also think that the British court and all of that we believe at what we believe is that people do face the um the judicial system and the courts um to face their crimes um is it fair for her to stand trial and then a decision can be made I think maybe that is more of a fair decision. Um, although I'm not saying that I have the right answers, I'm I understand both. I understand both parts of it. But we were dealing with a minor. It has come out today. The Equalities Minister Kemi Badenoch has mocked LGBTQ rights. She's questioned same-sex marriage and called trans women men in an audio recording. Um, her comments were made in the parliamentary office in 2018. Um, I'm not going to repeat these comments because you can Google them if you want to search them. I don't want to bring them back up. Labour has called the comments disgusting and questioned whether she should be in her post, which is understandable. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because it's obvious this is appalling, this is shocking. It's nothing that we don't expect from the Tory party. I mean, we expect, like... We know what Boris Johnson said. We know what these people in the Tory party say. And we know that they don't really respect anybody but themselves and the elite. But we deserve so much better than this. This is not good enough um, at all in any way, shape or form. Um, It's like absolutely disgusting. Especially the fact it's from the Equalities Minister. The people are meant to protect and look after LGBTQ people. Um, Shocking. Also... Um, interestingly, both Liz Truss and Dominic Raab have staked a claim to Shevingen. Is it Shevening? Shevening? Um, basically the 150 room residency in Kent. Um, they've both staked their claim. Boris Johnson will be the one to decide. Um, I don't know if a lot, a lot of people don't know about this. I spoke to my parents about it and they didn't know about this. Go and Google Shevening. I'm just going to write it because I don't think I'm, I think I'm butchering the name it's basically this massive estate that usually the st- secretary of state gets it's beautiful it's gorgeous it's got 115 rooms um and Liz Truss and Dominic Raab are fighting over it um yeah they get a lot of perks these politicians do this is the nicest house this is a really nice estate. I think it just highlights and exemplifies that politicians, especially Tory uh, politicians, are really in politics and want to get these front bench um, places and positions for not just the reason of representing the people and representing the country. They also want these because of the incredible perks. Um, yeah, 
we already knew that though. I hope everyone enjoyed that. This has been a shorter podcast today. Um, and my next podcast will hopefully be with a guest and on something interesting. Um, but no, I hope you enjoyed this little podcast. Um, just me showing my face again and coming back. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Um, yeah, see you later. Bye.